the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. I thought for change we talk about some positive things. Some good stuff happening in the world, at least for the first hour or so, and then we'll see where we go from there. We can't stay too positive for too long. I don't think that's allowed by the rules of talk radio. Um, but but let, let's let's really consider this. I mean, there's so much negativity out there. There's so much bad stuff. I mean, objectively bad stuff. There's so much complaining and and um, and real problems that exist in the world. We forget, and and I think I think people are psychologically wired to really focus on the negative, to focus on the risks, to focus on 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 the world coming to an end. I mean. Uh, one piece of good news is, hey, the world didn't end, and we had a full eclipse on Monday. I mean, that's that's got to be good news. I'm sure there were some millennial cults out there that were just predicting uh, the end of the world. Uh, but there's a lot of good news. There is a lot of good stuff happening in the world, and there has been for a long time. Again, in spite of the negativity, in spite of Donald Trump, in spite of his rhetoric, there's a lot to celebrate in the world in in which we live. And I want to dedicate at least some time for this. I'm also, you know, uh, uh, interested in um, in hearing from you guys. You know, if you guys, uh, you know, what's positive in your world? What's been positive in your world? What, what would you say have been some of the positive trends over the last 5, 10, 20, 30 years that you've noticed that you would like to talk about? 888 888- Nine zero zero three three nine three eight 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 nine zero zero three three nine three. Looking for positive stories. Looking for you know things that that uh, have 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 improved life, have improved life for you, have improved life in the world. If you think that are just are just cool and uh, and important and good. Leave the negatives for later. Right. We're just focusing on some some good news for change. Right. So I'm just going to pick a, a date somewhat arbitrarily, but because I have some data on it, so it's not completely arbitrary. Um, and that, that date is, uh, is 1990. And, and let, me, let me also say this before we get into, and I want to compare 1990 to today um, and, and, and look at some trends and, and look at what's happened. But um, let, let me give you the standard. We talked yesterday with Alex Epstein, and we talked about the standard. How do you, how do you evaluate uh, you know, whether we're better off or worse off than we were in the past, if, if global warming is actually hurting us or helping us, how, how do you evaluate these things? And, and my standard is always, is it good for human being? Is human life better off? Is individual human life better off today than it was in the past? And, uh, you know, I, I've been accused of being a globalist, and in a sense, I'm a globalist in a sense that I care about human life. I don't just care about American life. I don't just care about uh, my neighbor's life. I, you know, I, I value human beings and I, I, I care globally. Are things better off or not? I'm not a globalist. Don't, don't start panicking, guys. Don't, you know, um, in a sense of I don't believe in global government. I don't believe in global governance, but I certainly believe in as we'll talk about global trade and 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 I care that you know about what's happening in the world and uh, it's interesting that a lot of the good statistics a lot of the the most positive things happening in the world are actually happening uh, 
outside the United States for a variety of reasons, partially because we've been screwing it up for the last um, 50 years. But but even in the U.S., we'll talk about that as well. Good stuff is happening. All right, let, 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 let's start by the kind of the big story. The big headline story of the last 30 years should be if you actually, uh, you know, if we actually had a media that was actually engaged in reporting important news rather than important negative news or, or promoting a particular uh, ideology or particular political point of view, if they actually were focused on what is going on in the world, you'd think that's what they, and, and positive or negative. Probably the most important story of the last 30 years is the fact that there are somewhere between one to two billion people, billion with a B, who were poor in 1990, desperately poor in 1990, and are not what, the, what, what it's called extreme poverty, are not in extreme poverty anymore. So extreme poverty is, is defined, I think, by, by the UN or by somebody as, as $1.90 a day. Uh, in 1990, 1.9 billion people, 1.9 billion people, 37%, of the entire population of the world, 37% of the entire population of the world, almost 40% of the entire population of the world lived in what is defined as extreme poverty. That was 1990, 27 years ago, less than 30 years ago, right? Almost 40%. Now, if you go back far enough, right, if you go back two, 300 years ago, 100% of the world lived in extreme poverty. Extreme poverty that you cannot imagine today how bad it was. So 1.9 billion people just 27 years ago lived in extreme poverty. Today, or at least 2015, two years ago, the number was 700 million. Still a huge number, but only 9.6% of the population of those. Notice from 1990 to 2015, the population of the world grew quite a bit. And yet the number of people in extreme poverty shrunk dramatically, dramatically, from almost 40% to less than 10%. The first time in human history that fewer than 10% are people on the planet living in extreme poverty. A 74.1% decline. 74.1% decline. Now, why did this happen? Did this happen because of uh, foreign aid? Did this happen because of anti-poverty programs uh, initiated by the United Nations? Did this happen because of philanthropists like um, Bill Gates and others spending gazillions of dollars all over the world? No. No, almost the entire decline, if not the entire decline, happened because of one simple idea gaining a little bit of traction. One can only imagine if it had gained a lot of traction, a little bit of traction in the world out there. And that idea is the value of individual life, the value of individual freedom in a sense, individualism, not as a complete system of ideas, not as a, a well-understood philosophical principle, but just 
a respect for the individual and a respect for the individual's freedom. And therefore, an unshackling of the individual. And you see this primarily across Asia. You've seen the beginnings of it across Africa. You, you're definitely seeing that, right, in Eastern Europe. Remember 1990, a year before, you know, the, the Soviet empire completely dissolves. So you're seeing, you're seeing individualism, this unshackling of the individual, the growth of individual freedom uh, happen all over Asia, Eastern Europe, in the beginnings, really just the beginnings in Africa. And the consequences are astounding. Poverty drops dramatically in places like India, which started embracing elements, a little bit of freedom, free markets in the early 1990s. Some liberalization, trade liberalization, we'll talk about trade more. Uh, opening up less, slightly less emphasis on the caste system, which is, which is this really racist, uh, uh, maybe racist is not the right term, maybe it's not by race, but you're born into a particular caste, you're born into a particular position in life, and that's it, it's fixed in stone, it cannot be changed. A little bit like the feudal system in, in, in Europe, but, but even more extreme uh, of, of the, the pre-capitalist era in Europe. And a shift, slow shift, nothing, I mean, I wish it was more dramatic in India, towards more freedom, more capitalism, more markets. And the result is explosion in economic growth, dramatic decline in poverty, uh, dramatic increase in the participation of people uh, in in um, in business, uh, you know, a dramatic increase in the, in the number of high tech companies, uh, you know, huge, dramatic improvement in the in the in the Indian economy. And the same, of course, in China. China again, small increases, small, you know, of, of the government stepping back and allowing individual freedom. Right? If you went to China in the 1970s, what you saw are masses of people dressed in gray, dressed the same, heads down, shuffling along with no personality, no life to them, dirt poor in the countryside, literally starving. And today you go to Shanghai and it's one of the most astounding cities in the world, skyscrapers everywhere, dynamic people engaged, they're vibrant, they dress in vibrant, engaging ways. They they look Western in a sense of, of how they dress and, and much of how they behave. Um, there's energy. Uh, they, they, they're walking straight. They, you know, they're proud of their achievements. They, they, the, the buildings are tall. Yes, there's still poverty in China, but nothing like they used to be, and there's nobody dying of starvation. Hundreds of millions of people have come out of poverty, not just extreme poverty, any kind of poverty, just in China over the last 30 years because of more freedom, because of treating the individual with respect, allowing the individual to have some freedom. Now, not fully. There's still a lot of oppression in China, and we'll get to some of the real problems that have to do with trade with China. But essentially, freedom to the extent that it is practiced 
capitalism, in other words, free markets, respect for private property, respect for the rule of law, capitalism to the extent that it is tried, eradicates poverty. And we've seen it in Asia. And, and it's not just in these places. Look at Hong Kong, where poor people arrive and they don't stay poor in Hong Kong. Look at Singapore. Look at South Korea. Do you know that South Korea in the 1950s was poorer than North Korea? Post-war South Korea, in the Korean War, was poorer than North Korea. Today, it's one of the richest countries in the world. And, and that means individuals are wealthy. Uh, Taiwan. And, and, and even countries like Thailand and, uh, and, and even countries like Vietnam uh, are much, much better than they used to be. Rates of extreme poverty in all these countries have plummeted. Now we should be celebrating that. We should be out in the streets. This is fantastic news. It's fantastic news for everybody. If you care about human beings, and I know, uh, you know, we objectivists, I'm an objectivist, uh, a, 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 um, dedicated to the philosophy of Ayn Rand, we're supposed to be selfish and not care about anybody else. And yet it's all those people out there who say they care about people, really don't. They don't care about the world. They don't care, you know, they, they, have, they have no benevolence towards other people. I'm, I'm hugely benevolent because I'm selfish. Because I care about my own life, I know the value of life. And when I see other people suffering, you know, that's sad because I know what's, what they're capable of. I know what's possible. I know what, they, what, what it feels like to be successful in life, to have a good life. And I also know that when other people are successful, it helps me. It helps me. It makes my life better. And that's true for my neighbor next door, but, and but that's also true for somebody across the world. And, and we'll talk about how progress in China and progress in India has made life in America better, dramatically better in my view, in spite of the demonization of these countries, the demonization of trade. I mean, it, it, it is nuts in my view, but trade in China has made this country so much better. So, you know, I value human beings. And when I see human life improving, that is a cause of celebration. But there's also another aspect of this. Why is their life improving? Why is their life improving? Can't we learn something from the fact that their life is improving? Now, I think we could have learned that, that lesson just by looking at our own history and how did we go from 300 years ago, all of us living under extreme poverty, to where we are today. We could have learned from that. But given that we didn't learn from that, Maybe we can learn by looking at these other countries. And when you look at these other countries, you see the same story over and over and over again. Even countries today that see improving economics, improving wealth creation, improving standard of livings in Africa have the same lesson. If you respect property rights, to some extent even, like in China, if you respect contract laws, if you respect individual freedom to choose their own profession, to, 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 you know, to deal in the marketplace freely, at least to some extent, wealth is created, people, people are more productive, and the world around them is a better place, a much, much better place. 
everywhere, everywhere in the world. Doesn't matter what race you are. Doesn't matter what ethnic group you are. Doesn't matter what continent you're on. None of that matters. None of that matters. People, when they are free, are productive and creative and, and, and get out of poverty fairly quickly. Now, you know, you have to build the infrastructure. Freedom can't survive by itself, right? Anarchy doesn't work. What you need is a legal system. What you need is the protection of individual rights. What you need, to some extent, again, what you need is some kind of government that protects property rights or at least respects property rights. And, and, and you have that, at least to some extent, in places like India and China and, and elsewhere. So where you have that, we have governments that allow individuals to be free within the con and, and, and at the same time establish a, a system that respects state property. You know, that's, uh, you know, that's when human beings do well. The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand.